When life bumps up against you, you have the choice to pucker up and put on a sour face or mix it up with ingredients like resilience, persistence, and grace into the delectable concoction only you can serve. We are Greer McVeigh and Whitney Wiley, speakers, authors, and entrepreneurs. We're also sisters, and since we were children, we've made a habit of turning challenges into the lessons and launch paths of our lives. Each week, we'll discuss the recipes that will turn your biggest challenges into the building blocks of the successful and fulfilling life of your dreams. On occasion, we'll include experts and thought leaders who'll join the party and you're always invited to. Join us as we share the sweet highs and sour lows and every drop of life in between. Along with our guests, we help you shake and stir your own lemons into lemon drops. Welcome to the Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops podcast. Hi, and thank you for joining us for this three-part series of Meet the Authors. We're talking to the authors of Women Transforming the Landscape of Science and Tech. This is part two. If you have not listened to part one, please go back and listen. If you're interested in purchasing the book, you can get your copy at actiontakerspublishing.com slash stem actiontakerspublishing.com slash stem s-t-e-m not only will you get the book but you will also receive over fifteen hundred dollars in gifts enjoy the interview hello and welcome to meet the authors i'm your host whitney wiley we are thrilled to have a panel uh well Actually, we're going to have an author uh, with us. We're supposed to have a panel, but we are um, just going to have one author in this segment. And she is a part of a recently published book, Women Transforming the Landscape of Science and Tech. It's a remarkable collection of stories that highlights the triumphs, challenges, and future possibilities for women in STEM. And if you don't know, STEM is science, technology, engineering, and math. It is my absolute pleasure to have Inga Leigh Gelford on the show today. Um, she is a part of, as I mentioned, a, a group of women who have come together um, from STEM careers to give their voice to the experiences of women who have faced challenges and obstacles in their journeys, and we are excited to have her on the program today. So, uh, Inga, welcome, and thank you for being here. Thank you for hosting this. I, it's really my pleasure and an honor to be here with you. It and is my pleasure as well. So, um, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Well, um, I, uh, have been educated in science and um, took a, a, as was mentioned by other panelists, that there was a circuitous route to getting to what I 
do for income as a job right now. Um, I never even knew such a thing existed ahead of time. So it's an opportunity for me to um, create awareness about the possibilities. Uh, anyway, I uh, have a bachelor's and a master's in microbiology and worked for five years at Oregon State University as a um, research, faculty research assistant in the research labs. And then um, did uh, I started some other, I kind of segued into my artistic side for about nine years when my children were small. And then I was back into labs after that. And, and I have worked for almost 18 years in a, as a wine chemist, so which is quite different than microbiology and, and other regular research. And um, it's, it, it's very high tech. All the instrumentations uh, are um, high level, um, top of line, um, SOPs and, and, and instruments and procedures. So it, that uh, is fun and interesting and also challenging. <laughs> we um, uh, serve the wine industry in Oregon and uh, as part of a parent, uh, as part of a satellite lab that is uh, based in California where there's many more wineries there. Anyway, um, I think about when I'm there in the lab and interestingly, there's three women in the lab, no men in our lab, and um, uh, where where we um, work is also part of a wine supply store. And when people come in with their children sometimes, and I think those small children may or may not look at me, but I am a woman wearing a lab coat in mm -hmm. a lab, and that makes an impression. So <laughs> I I think some are really curious, and they are looking at. The little boys and little girls and you know even older children um and also the adults you know to see what's possible and so um the other aspect of myself which is very oriented in uh, art gardening the natural world um is um uh, very uh i that's an aspect that i am expanding more and more i've in, even though I've spent a lot of time in the lab right now, <laughs> but I don't know. So uh, let's see, did I answer your first question? You did, you did. So Inga, what motivated you to share your story in the book? So your chapter's called Creative, Creative Women in Science Have the Edge. And what inspired you to share your story with the book? And what do you hope readers will gain from what you've shared? Uh, I was inspired to write uh, this chapter because I think um, the balance of the left and right brain, the masculine and the feminine is essential. And I think scientists are very much needed to bring in solutions and uh, to uh, be good communicators and keep uh things grounded in logic and, you know, things that, that work that, that based in science <laughs> and to tap into their in, intuitive side and their creative side and their heart-based um, orientation in their communications. And I've seen, 
I cover in my chapter in the science uh, world, and maybe maybe it's you know all across. Um, there's definitely can be a um, uh, whoever works the hardest is is showing uh, that's that shows their worth. That's where they get their worth from, and that can squeeze out time for creative expression. And um, which, to, in my view, is um, harming the whole uh, individual and communities and scientific exploration because the balance is essential. The balance of the heart and mind and the masculine, the feminine, the linear and the intuitive to bring it all in because especially now we need solutions and innovations that we haven't even thought of yet. And I encourage, I wanted to write this chapter to encourage everyone and especially women in science to make a regular practice of creative expression hopefully daily. And I outline some um, tips for getting that going. And I, I love that because we, and, and I, I'll speak for myself, certainly. Um, we tend to think that you're one of the other, one or the other, right? Either you're creative or you're analytical and, and logical rather than we have both, right? We have the masculine, the feminine, the the, the artistic and creative side and the analytical side. And it, they work together and, and they inform each other. And I was, when I was in grad school, um, I was studying organizational development and leadership. And I think the very first class or the, one of the first two classes I took was a class in creative thinking. And, uh, you know, based on um, a, a book about um, uh, Michelangelo, I believe, if I remember correctly. And, it, you know, this whole thought that creativity, um, that logic could be creative, right, was a new concept for me. And so th the fact that you're talking about that, I, I think is fascinating. And the more we can do to educate people that it's not an either or it's both and the better off will be when it particularly when it comes to problem solving well and i personally feel i'm a very spiritual person and i feel uh that we are here on the planet in this existence in this embodiment to be to create yeah be creative and creativity equals life force energy to me Yes. And very linked to joy, all of that. And I believe we're here to be joyful, creative, and full of life. <laughs> here, here. I'm with you on that. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you on that. And so, and I think it's impossible for a person to exist that isn't creative. It, it doesn't happen. You may be ignoring it or suppressing it or think it doesn't exist, but it does. I, and I think I, well... I also would like to um, encourage people to uh, um, open, broaden their horizons about creativity because you can be creative as a cook or as a woodworker. Yes. Or some people creating spreadsheets is a flow of creative. They can get into their flow state 
doing that. And for me, that's not it, but um, it doesn't matter what it is. It's doing something that pushes the boundaries of, of creating for you individual that gets you into that flow state, yeah. that passion place, something you really enjoy doing that's creative. I, I agree with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly. So, so Inga, what do you believe are or is the biggest misconception or are the biggest misconceptions about women in STEM and how can we overcome them? Oh, yeah, I think um, well, one of those previous speakers was talking about how um, people assume they need to ha be good at something like math or, or uh, some other, you know, skill Whereas two things about that is that not all those kinds of skills are apply to every um, avocation you might do and you can learn them. Same as with the, like a lot of people say, I'm not an artist. I, when I tried to draw, it didn't work out and it was terrible. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> you didn't do it long enough. <laughs> That's why, <laughs> which is okay if you don't have passion about it, but if you do have passion about it, stick with it, keep at it and you will be good at it you'll find your groove, your thing, your medium, you know, there's a million things. So I think, yeah, that to um, uh, stick with it, you know, if you, if you dream of being a veterinarian or, you know, um, some other science oriented math and engineering thing, um, stick with it, find the way of get a internship somewhere. And like a lot of people you think that are way ahead of you it's just because they had more exposure yeah. at, a, at a certain time ahead of you you're, it's like you're comparing i heard somebody say i love this don't compare your first chapter to somebody's 20th chapter you know don't compare at all because comparisons are are odious and they're the thief of joy so yes yes just keep going you love it you want to do it find the way keep doing it um that little voice that tells you um, you're not good enough, you can't do this, um, is a liar. And recognize that and replace it with, yes, I can. I just don't know how yet. So yes. I'll just ask, how can I do this? I'll keep asking, how can I do this? And uh, the universe conspires to assist you. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it's, and as you're talking, it, it reminds me that the, the the pathway to your creativity is really through your curiosity, right? And your willingness to ask the questions and be open to being um, a, a beginner and being open to not having all the answers. It's, it's really easy to stick with what is it, what what comes naturally for you, what comes easily for you. And, and at least, you know, that was my case. And you, you were talking about the, the drawing. I remember, you know, consistently saying when someone was trying to help me develop my artistic side, it's like, I can't draw. I can't, I can't even draw a straight line with a ruler. And the more I said that, of course, the more that was my reality. And when I started to let that go 
and be willing to be bad at it so that I could be better at it. I don't even know if I am better at it, but I know I enjoy it. And in the end, that's that's what matters, right? And you're talking about your spirituality and, and having joy in your life. You can have joy in purely artistic, creative endeavors, and you can have them in scientific endeavors and everything in between. So, you know, I, I appreciate you um, bringing that up. Um, have you had an, in your so outside of what's happening in STEM careers and sort of the challenges in, in industry, um, what sort of specific challenges or obstacles have you faced in your career and how have you um, overcome them? Well, there have been many, of course. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the mindset has been a huge one. Um, the one I will choose to speak to today, though, is it, with um, my busy schedule and working at a very demanding job, keeping my own creative practice mm. has been a challenge. And I resolved it by um, uh, well, and I want to also go back to, you know, what you said about got to be comfortable with creating bad art you almost no one gets to the good art without going through the bad art so just keep going with the bad art and then you get there so that's a little sideline um because uh, i you know even today I've, I've been creating art for a very long time and and um sometimes i'll spend a long time on something and it's like <laughs> all right i'll <laughs> chuck that <laughs> however you learned a lot you know doing it. It's all okay. Um, I gave myself permission to uh, work on a painting or whatever thing um, for even a couple seconds, even so that I would keep the momentum daily. So I have a, a, I do skip it occasionally, but rarely do I not at least do a couple brush strokes on a painting. Mm. And sometimes that's all it is. But the painting gets done anyway, not quickly, but it gets done. And it's about who you become. It's about accessing that flow state. It's about honoring your sacred space of creativity and visiting it every day and allowing what might come through. And another thing I want to note is um, sometimes when you're wanting to create something and you're just saying, Oh, nothing's coming. I'm not creative. There's nothing, nothing, nothing. Well, let go of that. And yeah, there's nothing right this moment. Give it a moment, give it several moments. <laughs> just, you know, go for a walk, you know, um, and then come back or, you know, dance to music for a little while, move your body and then come back. And um, often my greatest inspirations weren't there immediately and I, I thought they never were going to come and then pop there they go because allowed the space for it mm. so that's another you know like a lot of people will make the creative time and then they just like staring at their page all right well what do I paint or what do I draw or what do I you know I'm, I'm speaking of visual art you know there's so many other avenues to create besides visual art but 
Um, so insert the thing that you're passionate about. <laughs> right. But there's so many opportunities to bring that to the STEM space, right? The, yeah. the, you know, when you think of the graphic design tools that we're using like Canva and, um, you know, the, the, this platform that we're on right now, this there there is opportunity for you to bring your creativity to the technology um, that we're using every day. And so to, to start seeing it as integration um, and, and being integrated, I think is really important. I, I'd like to end our time um, together, Inga, with this question. And, and what advice would you give to young girls or women, young women who are considering a career in STEM or haven't even considered uh, a career in, in a STEM um, industry, um, but may feel discouraged or intimidated by it. I would encourage them to know that they're setting the intention, being committed to doing that thing first they can, they absolutely can. And that's not a question. So uh, understand that, that when they feel they can't, that's not true. And to um, seek um, those, there's so many resources and sometimes they're not aware. So ask the questions. What are my resources? Who is here that can help me accomplish my goal? Um, and even just asking in within themselves, the universe responds to that. They may have a conversation or sits next to somebody on a bus or, or a teacher brings something up that and says, oh, this opportunity has arrived. Who wants to participate? And uh, and to be involved, to keep stepping forward. When you do see an opportunity, even if it doesn't seem that great, it can put you down the hallway so you see a door, open door you didn't see before. So keep, uh, commit and hang on to that vision and don't give up and, and uh, look for your resources They're all around. I love that. Thank you for that. So I want to thank you, Inga, first of all, for uh, making time to come and chat with me and, and to share a little bit about your experience in this area. And uh, thank you for your contribution to the book. Uh, again, it is Women Transforming the Landscape of science and tech and I invite you to get your copy of the book at actiontakerspublishing.com slash stem actiontakerspublishing.com slash stem when you order your book there there are a host of gifts that are available to you from the authors of the book um, again action takers publishing dot com slash stem and so i want to um, just thank you inga for sharing your story your insights today and we hope that the experiences and the insight that inga shared with you will inspire you and encourage you to consider stem fields or someone in your life a young woman 
uh, or a young girl in your life to, to explore uh, the career opportunities in this area. Women transforming the landscape of science and tech. It's a must read for everyone in science and technology and an opportunity for you to have an impact on the world in a way maybe you hadn't thought of before. So again, we want to thank you for joining us and uh, until next time, take care. Thanks for joining us for Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops. If you like our show, please share with your friends. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on whatever platform you listen to this podcast. Your questions, comments, and feedback are welcome. You can find out more about us at lifelemonslemondrops.com. 